welcome to another episode of the Drama Strategy Podcast. In this episode, I'm covering a currently airing drama titled Call It Love, starring Kim Young Kwang and Isong Kyung. And this is a drama that, for me, I decided to cover this because it has actually impressed me by how much I have become invested in this drama. In the sense that when this drama first started airing, I didn't find it all that interesting. It just wasn't doing it for me and so I stopped watching after episode 2. But then, like I guess I have been in a like drama drought recently that really there isn't that many dramas that are airing currently and out of those that are airing there isn't that many that's that good and so there isn't that much to watch these days and so i was like you know what i'm bored and i need to watch something so i chose to continue watching call it love and actually the drama got me hooked like i actually started to appreciate the drama for what it was trying to show so that's why i was like you know what this is a drama that you know i'm halfway through the drama we are on i think episode eight as of the time of this podcast airing and so i thought it would be a good time to do a quick first eight episodes review of the drama in case anybody else was on the fence about this drama you know they're not sure of whether they should watch it or not i will give you you know the reason why you should watch this drama it's actually very very good and i am shocked by how good isong kyung is playing the character of shin Wuju. like she's so very different from weightlifting Kimbokchu that I'm actually shocked that she's this good of an actress because honestly she plays that I don't know if I would call her depressed but she's gone through a lot in life and it really shows on her face so that was a nice surprise for me like I am actually enjoying her performance and it's it's a little on the mellow side in the sense that there isn't that many exciting things happen but I guess in a way we are supposed to you know enjoy the romance and the love and the healing that's developing as a result of you know their relationship and that's i guess why this drama works in that it's not a happy drama in the sense that if i was um shinwuju i would definitely hate dongjin like because it's his mom that you know seduces their dad and basically ruin their family right and so there is a sense of like she should hate him and that's the good thing about this drama she's so relatable that i was like yeah i would hate him too right and it seems our whole aim is really to watch him like crash and burn but it's in the midst of this that she you know falls in love with him because honestly he has gone through a lot as well because if you guys think about it well and i guess this is what shimuju also sees in that Dong Jin, <laughs> right, is the son of the mistress, right? Their father's mistress. Now, for them, like the kids of the dad, right, in their own family, they, you know, hate her, but like she's not tied to them in any way, right? So, yeah, she's a terrible person that has come through their life and, you know, she's basically ruined everything that they hold dear. But at the end of the day, she's still an outsider. She's not part of the family in that sense. Whereas for Dong Jin, He's tied to this woman. She's literally his mother, right? And you have to think about it from his perspective. He has had to live with her, most likely, growing up. Seeing her change husband. Seeing her be such a narcissist. Because, oh my God, his mom is the biggest narcissist I have ever seen, right? And he has had to watch 
this woman basically ruined everything and basically ruined his life, ruined his happiness, you know, as time goes on. And so this lack of trust, lack of, you know, feeling and he almost seems like he's giving up on life in a sense. And I will blame his mother for that because there's a sense of it's her fault of just being a terrible person <laughs> that has caused this change in his life. And this, you know, his taciturn personality, his personality that almost gives up without even trying, right? And and Shimuju finds this very frustrating, right? She's always like, why won't you speak? Or why won't you fight back? She's always, you know, making those comments. And she comes to understand that, honestly, <laughs> he's actually very vulnerable. And it's this vulnerability and this, you know, goodness that she can see in him, right? Because there's a moment where she, she goes to the real estate office and she tells them to let him know that he doesn't need to pay for anything that his mom has done. And there, she makes a side comment that she knows that if she asks, he will do it. Like, he will pay. And so, she's trying to save him from himself, in a sense, right? Because she can tell that his mom has been a burden to him all his life. And his mom is truly, like, she's she's truly one of the worst parents I've ever seen. Worst personalities ever. Just in the blatant shamelessness she has. Like, how can you steal someone's husband? Steal everything they have. And then, knowing that their dad left a will that, you know, basically bequitted them the house, you steal that too and hide it away because you know that the dad had maybe a little bit of conscience while he was dying and decided to give his property to his kids. And you know that and you basically still steal that. Like, how much of a bad person can you be? Like, I've never seen such a terrible character. She's genuinely, genuinely a terrible person. And Shimudra and her family kind of has to deal with this and deal with such a woman that you've never seen a kind of character like this before. Like, this is a character you avoid at all costs. And so, Dong Jin being related to her is actually his biggest flaw not that he has a flaw or i guess it's not flaw i'm you know trying to that's not the correct word i should probably use but you understand what i mean like that's his biggest you know the biggest source of his abuse i would say because she's abusive in that sense like narcissistic people are in no way good parents they are in no way good people right and i'm sure growing up like he's has to deal with so many things and i guess one of the only people that has ever been on his side is the character of his uncle. And I don't know if that's his uncle. Like, because, you know, like in Korea, they say uncle, but they could really mean like a stranger that you're just close with. Right. That's a guy, like an older guy. And I, I think it's somebody that his mom had a relationship with, possibly one of our previous husbands. Right. That, you know, I guess of all the men that our mom has been with, that's the one person he's bonded to, right? And so they have that relationship that's close, but, you know, because maybe they are not really related in that sense, that when the mom breaks up with the uncle, it ruins the relationship that Dong Jin could have with the uncle as well. And I, and that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Like, the mom has probably done that a bunch of times, that she just ruined possible relationships that Dong Jin could have with people, just by a you know level of flightiness right she's such a flighty person and such 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 a gold digger i don't want to use that word because that's very sexist but genuinely that is what she is and i'm glad to have the character of the uncle because i find it interesting that in an ideal world if the mom was sana right that's somebody that dong jing would have been able to call his dad in a way right and 
the mom just doesn't let it happen. And so, yeah, that's that's something about this drama that I came to enjoy. Like, the relationship that they are kind of building, right, is very interesting to see. It's very nice to watch because it's almost reluctant on the part of Shimuju. She doesn't want to fall in love with him because, you know, he is the son of that person, that person that they all hate, that person that kicked them out of their house, that person that stole their dad, made them homeless, right? She would definitely not have chosen him as a, you know, love interest if she had a choice. But somehow, just like we see just how good of a person Dong Jin is, Shimuju also sees this and falls in love. But yeah, I also want to talk about the other side characters. Really in particular, I want to talk about the character of Dong Jin's rival. So there's this guy that obviously Dong Jin and his partner worked with before they went and started their own business, right? And when I first started watching this drama, so when I first watched episode one and two, I assumed immediately that it was going to be a very cliched route that they would take all the characters. And I guess that's my fault in that. Like, I am biased like that. But I guess I did not give this drama a chance because I expected things to go, you know, in accordance to what was in my head, right? So, for example, the character of Dong Jin's rival, right? The rival company that, you know, he's basically trying to shut down Dong Jin's company. And Dong Jin is, in a way, at the beginning, kind of letting him. But that character turned out to be more interesting. Like, And a lot of people would disagree with this because he's still doing bad things. But they actually give his character such depth that I'm actually impressed with this drama. So at first I was like, okay, maybe it's just ego. Because usually in dramas, when somebody is a terrible person, like when somebody is an asshole to the main character, you just assume like it's ego. And usually it is ego, right? They just want to mess with that person, right? And so in that way, they piss off the audience. And we all root for, you know, their demise and, you know, their destruction. But in this drama, it takes it in a different way that I actually come to pity the character of the rival so we find out that actually and i mean if you've not watched this drama to episode eight you should click off because i'm about to spoil something although i mean it's not that big of a spoiler in that it doesn't happen to our main characters but actually for the rival of the other company he lost his wife the night he was begging dong jin and that's basically why he's so keen on making sure Dong Jin's company fails, right? Because it's almost personal that, you know, it's that one moment in life that he regrets, that one moment where he actually put down his pride, put down his ego and begged Dong Jin to not, you know, leave, to not take all his employees with him. That was the night that his wife, you know, called him and I think he wasn't responding or something like that, right? And that was the moment that she died, right? And so it's that pain and that regret, that embarrassment, that everything that just compounds and why he hates Dong Jin so much. And that was just it was fantastic to me because I wasn't expecting that. And it made his character more humane. They show such vulnerability for the other characters, even the villain character that I'm impressed because even the scene where he sits, you know, in the hospital chair as you know Shimuju is being tended to because he has hit her with a bottle or something like that he actually shows remorse he actually shows guilt 
for what he has done. He understands that it's not a good thing he has done. And that shows that deep down, he's not a terrible person. And I found that interesting. And I also liked Dong Jin's reaction to all these things that are happening to him because, you know, he's basically losing all his sponsors and, <laughs> you know, Dong Jin's ex-girlfriend has basically committed... I don't know. That has to be, like, some kind of crime to, like... Well, maybe not, but, like... It's, it's kind of a shitty thing to do to offer to be an investor and then pull out at the last minute but she does that right and some guy is telling dong jin about it and dong jin actually tells the guy that's you know hoping that obviously dong jin will be happy about this development this development that you know his rival is basically a sinking ship but dong jin actually says it that you know at this point he just wishes him well as well because Dong Jin, at the at the core of his heart, is a good person, and so he doesn't ever wish bad for people. And <laughs> you know that that's something I like about this drama that everybody is humane in some way, right? Even his ex girlfriend. A lot of people don't understand her point of view, but I actually understood where she was coming from. In that she was very insecure in the relationship, and unfortunately, a relationship that's not built on communication and let's be honest dong jin has serious communication issues like he has serious serious issues in that sense right and she can't know that it's because of his past traumas like say with his mom and stuff like that that he is not willing to rush into marriage right she can't know that and so because they are not willing to communicate she also starts doubting that he wants to marry her but he did want to marry her. But again, they are not communicating well enough, right? And so that's kind of what fractured their relationship. So it's not like she's a terrible person. But I mean, they just weren't going to work. Because Dong Jin was in a different mind space at that time. And she was, you know, also in a different... Like, they were communicating on different frequencies, unfortunately, right? And, I mean, I don't excuse what she's done. Obviously, cheating on him is terrible and she should have ended it the minute she, she thought that she was interested in someone else. But I can still see her point of view. And that relatability about this drama is quite good. Like, I haven't seen this kind of drama since my liberation notes and my mister... This drama is on par with those. It's it's on par in the sense that like you're seeing things from a very humane point of view, right? It's not much fanfare in things happening, but it's still very good writing, still very good plot, and you're still kind of hooked onto the little things that are happening, like the little everyday actions that you know the characters are taking towards each other. It's it's just it's very beautiful and I really, really like it. And I praise oh my god, I praise the acting. I praise the performance in this. Some actresses you will never expect that they will be this good. Isong Kyung is a model, right? And she's acted before but she's always played kind of light characters. I would never have thought she would be this good. But she is excellent. The other person that i've thought about that like oh my god that's a fantastic actress is actually ironically annie yon who you know exid's um honey and she's also in this drama which is ironic because i remember watching idol the cool and thinking oh my god this girl is a fantastic actress and she shows that again in this drama like i'm i'm actually looking forward to her acting career right she's very good and i I just i like her face i guess She's, she's very pretty and I'm just taken by her, honestly, in this drama. She, she's doing very well. Then I also want to mention another relationship in this drama. So the relationship of Shimuju's sister and, you know, her boyfriend. That's another relationship that made me realize just how good the writer of this drama is. Because like I said, the writer is very good in making people do shitty things, but still making them relatable. 
<laughs> right? So the female lead's sister's boyfriend is a great example of a character that he's doing something that's wrong, but he doesn't like he just has no maturity to know that he shouldn't be doing what he's doing. So when the female lead's sister tells her boyfriend that you know she's been using drugs like she opens up to him and you know really pours her heart out right about things that she's been going through and you know her feelings and everything he goes behind her back and tells his friend not because he's being malicious but because he just has the emotional maturity of like a teenager right of like a toddler like he doesn't understand why that would be something he would keep a secret and that doesn't make him a bad person but in that situation, it turned into an asshole in the sense that it's not something you should have told somebody else. And so when our female lead sister is crying about it, right, to their friend, you know, I understand her point of view, but I also see how he could have been lackadaisical about it. Like he doesn't understand why that should be something he would have kept between just the two of them. Right. And it's really the fact that he doesn't understand that that's the problem. I mean, and obviously in real life, maybe she should have communicated with him and you know explained why this is something she would want a secret. And if he had broken that trust, then maybe definitely the relationship is over. But I feel like he just does not understand why it's not something you tell people. Right. And that's the problem with his character. So his character is kind of douchey in like he would say some things that are kind of offhandedly and insult like oh you're you're old that's why you don't know how like what this means or something like that but also he's not without emotion he's not without feelings he really feels for her but at the same time he's like a child right and so that's why i think their relationship does not work and so that's another character that i would say very interesting because again he's not just one dimensional dick right he's not just that one dimensional dick boyfriend that you know kind of pushes the female lead's sister into the hands of you know the best friend you know that's not the character he's playing in that sense that like they're giving him more depth why it's not working out it's not because he's a terrible terrible person he just isn't ready for like a mature relationship and again she's older than him although that's an excuse honestly because again the best friend is also older than her but yeah it's things like this that makes this drama so worth watching so if you haven't checked this drama out before like if you're like oh i'm not sure i don't it doesn't look interesting please give it a shot especially if you like my mister this is a drama that might be for you so give it a shot because honestly you won't regret it i think it's a really good drama actually it's it's very good and so yeah that's my review of episodes one to eight of call it love thank you guys so much for listening have a nice day bye